0: This program is brought to you by BibleWay Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Have you ever been bone-tired, ladies? I know that's a silly question, because we've all been completely exhausted at some point. I've stood in front of a sink full of dishes and stared at them as if they were strange things, and I didn't even know what to do with them. That's just plain old mental and physical exhaustion. Maybe it was just one of those days when the kids were doing everything they could to try your nerves, or maybe you received some bad news about a loved one. Regardless of the trigger to that feeling or the day that was filled with so much running and errands that even fish sticks thrown in the oven sounded good, we've all been there, right? And if you haven't been there yet, trust me, that day will come. Actually, those are kind of really scary days, ladies, because those are the days we need to be really aware of and prepare for, because that's when we're most likely to fall prey to evil thoughts and bad behaviors. Discouragement can be so destructive to the soul, and it can take us down a path that we should never go. In Ecclesiastes 12.1, Solomon tells us, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them." I know we can all remember back when we were youngsters and how much fun we had, and especially as we grow older we look back and think, what a carefree life, I just wish I could go back and do that. And as we grow older and begin to understand the gravity of sin, it's our responsibility to make sure that we keep our hearts and minds pure. Young people don't have that to deal with when they're young. Evil thoughts are far easier to wrap their tentacles about us when we are at our weakest and when we are faint of heart, weary both physically and mentally. Reminding ourselves during those weak moments of the righteousness that we must retain and the blessings that have been bestowed upon us will be very helpful in keeping Satan from squeezing goodness and righteous thoughts from our hearts and minds. We're going to have to train ourselves to accomplish this because it's easier to be angry and fearful, or to just simply give up and do nothing instead of praying for strength and following up with carrying out our prayers. Yeah, we're all going to be tempted to quit at some point in time, to give up. We see it throughout the Bible as various characters face difficult problems or allowed circumstances to dictate their moods and behaviors. Rash anger destroyed individuals and nations. Quick judgments took innocent lives. Nations went to war with other nations over rapid decisions and fear provoked by another nation. And those same things are still happening today. But this is not a time to throw up our hands and faint. In Isaiah 40 verse 3 we are told, Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Four times in these passages the word faint, or a form of it, is used. Emphasis is placed upon it, fainting, because we can't see God fainteth not. Are we not to be like him? We sing a song, O to be like thee, blessed Redeemer. Are we singing with the truth and with the Spirit? These are things we need to remember. Our Redeemer never gave up on us, and he never will. We need to be thankful for that great truth and do our best to do the same—faint not. That word faint in the Bible is sometimes defined as being exhausted and weary. But there is another definition in the Greek where it is defined as to be utterly spiritless or to fail in heart. This type of fainting involved a trying of faith as we see in Luke twenty-two thirty through 34 as Jesus was speaking to Simon Peter at the Last Supper that he would share with his disciples. It says, Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations, and I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my Father hath appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Okay, so I ask again, do you not think that those are scary words? Christ knows our hearts. He knows the hearts of men just like God does. We will fail him sometimes. It will happen. But let us be aware that when that time comes, when we do fall prey to Satan, that we may repent quickly and fortify ourselves in his word and build that faith back up. To remain in that state of faithlessness, To decide that our soul is not worth it, or we're too tired to keep pushing forward toward that goal, is far worse than a mistake. It's terrifying. Jesus chastened Peter, and Peter remembered it. It was heartbreaking to him, and he wept bitterly, just as Jesus told him he would. But we also see Peter delivering the first gospel sermon on the day of Pentecost. We read of this in Acts chapter 2. Peter did not give up. He fortified himself with remembering the words of Christ and determined to make it right by repenting and getting up and increasing his faith. He surrounded himself with those who were believers that would encourage him. Jesus didn't give up in spite of the rejections and tauntings, the ridicule, the torture and pain, the degradation of death upon the cross. We need to take this to heart and have that same mind and tenacity that Jesus had and keep on keeping on even when we've been in the depths of darkness in our lives or the discouragement from so many external sources. Prayer and study will help us dig out of that ditch that Satan digs for us, ladies. I'm often reminded myself of the passage in Hebrews twelve three through 4 And I insert my name into it just for emphasis to encourage myself. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, Nancy. Lest you be wearied and faint in your mind, you have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. That typically spurs me on. And ladies, may we always remember that passage in Isaiah 43 and following. It says, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. When we pick up our Bibles and hear him speaking to us through his holy word, that strength to endure and that power to continue in his ways will override all discouragements if we will take it into our hearts and minds and we will faint not. I will leave you with these final words from the inspired Apostle Paul that we read in Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.